0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run
1: you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's a hot one in Los Angeles. It is. And across the nation. How about a national
2: weather, weather report this week? Jesse, how are things in Des Moines? Hot. Balut, B- 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 Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Duluth. Not a real place. <laughs> yeah. A that's that, that's that Filipino, <laughs> Filipino uh, half-fertilized egg.
1: It's fully fertilized, my friend. Mm. It's just not quite, it hasn't quite sure. popped out of the old egg. Corf, uh, Montana. <laughs> hot. Weather's yeah. hot. Um, one more. P- Puce,
2: Puce, Delaware? Mild.
1: Oh, Well, there's mild in Puce. Oh
2: man, I can't can't wait till I can just pack it up and move to Puce. <laughs> settle down, write a novel.
1: God, if I had a dollar for everybody, every person who told me that, Jordan. Yeah, I'd be the richest man in Puce. <laughs> 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 um, did you see somebody made us a full short great j- album great, cover? Uh,
2: great jam band festival down there in Puce. <laughs>
1: Did you see the full short album cover? I Somebody did, yes, this? yeah, yes. Yeah. I want to say
2: the guy's name was Brett. Does that sound right to you? Brett? Uh, I, I did see it. I, I forget the the gentleman's name. Uh, yes, it's in the style of like a 90s. ten and pixel. 90s hip-hop album. Is that what it is? That, yeah, is like that...
1: a No Limit Records okay.
2: specifically. I think We're Sitting on Thrones. Brett, yeah. Thanks, Brett. We're we're on Thrones. Uh, the Jordan
1: Jesse Go is written in Rhinestones. I, what I like about it is, you know, we're on a red carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a donk a car uh, behind us sure. with the license plate full short. And what I like about it is that it's just a picture. It, it's a picture that Zach Wolf took of us just as a regular publicity photo. Zach Wolf takes f- photographs with a casual contemporary vibe. And so we look a little bit like we're in... The pages of doesn't have that weird like uh, blown out look of like a vice, mm-hmm. but but maybe or a dwell in, like maybe in dwell we could be we're sitting on chairs relaxing as if we were in the pages of dwell or magazine. what about
2: hangout magazine sure <laughs> absolutely
1: casual hang <laughs> that's a great that's a great magazine meanwhile Main we're hang. on thrones yeah you know that's the game yeah thrones specifically sure. Um, should we bring our guests into this? I think so. Uh, longtime friends of this program and MaximumFun.org, the authors of the hot new book, Earn Your MBA on the Toilet, Unleash Unlimited Power and Wealth from Your Bathroom, half of the sketch comedy group, Casper Hauser, James Richmond, and Rob Bedeker. Hello, James and Rob. Hey. hey. Hello. Hey. Did you know about the hit status of your book? the yeah. publisher told uh, you yet? Yeah,
3: uh, they were gonna tell us uh, pretty soon. It's an international mega yeah. hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um,
2: that's I, when the New York Times bestseller
3: list can't contain it. That's exactly right. Yeah, they make a new it, list. Yeah, I'll yeah.
1: tell you where it was a hit. I took yeah. my wife's car to the car wash. It was soiled. I wanted to do something nice for. Her. She's pregnant.
3: Was it a do-it-yourself? the whole thing drive through yeah absolutely the Uh whole
1: nine yards uh, where a man drives it through for you Uh where it gets on a conveyor belt and goes through the flippy flaps yeah and where you can uh, take a minute to peruse some greeting cards while you wait absolutely although in my case I took the opportunity to peruse the hit new book earn your MBA on the toilet unleash unlimited power and wealth from your bathroom were, were they selling it there they were not telling it they no.
4: You never know. You could
1: never be. know. It could be like guys. How are your how are your
4: freshners. car wash
3: numbers? <laughs> yeah. Our yeah. car wash ranking. Yeah, <laughs> it's number twenty eight in trivia. Yeah, they, we're, we're air freshener uh, pine scented air freshener is number one. No, oh, yeah, I mean there's two. no
2: taking down that juggernaut. <laughs> no, it's a classic. Yeah, it's like a Pixar movie. Yeah.
1: Um, it's going to
3: be at the it's top of a, the like Coca Cola. Sure. I was
2: I was reading your new
1: book at <laughs> at the car wash laughing like a real jerk, un- like trying not to, actively trying not to, because I'm surrounded by – this is in the middle of a weekday. Mm-hmm. So I'm surrounded by, you know, five-foot-tall, 35-year-old Latina moms, you know, that, that are as, as wide as they are tall with, with three children. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're just, to, they're just trying to get through the and day. And
2: you're trying to give off – a cool, confident vibe to let them know you're DTF. <laughs> exactly,
3: and you—you you weren't trying to get through the day yourself.
2: No, I—I yeah. I,
1: I, look, I, I'll stop at any time to you, enjoy a good laugh. you were like you in
4: Dwell Magazine. I didn't have any goals.
1: <laughs> I didn't have any goals. I didn't have any laughing
4: by yourself in Latin cultures is a is not done. Um, it yeah. is considered to be <laughs> a real a taboo.
1: I didn't realize you were also an ethnographer. Um, I knew that you were a psychiatrist, but I and 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 had the the medical. There's doctor. a lot you
4: don't know about me. Mm. Yeah.
3: Amateur so no, is, okay. that why,
4: I mean,
2: is that why, it means that why bullfights are so popular? Or is
4: just like a popular place to gather and laugh? That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, you get okay. it out of your system. Le gusta reír solo. You like to laugh alone. A nurse once told me, yes. And I uh, was just... James <laughs> used to work in a car wash. That's right. That mm-hmm. is right. That was my first uh, real job. What What kind of car wash was it? Just a you know car wash with all the normal books. You know, <laughs> like, sure, like any car wash was probably 100,000 titles. Yeah, so and when you a say what and kind and
1: of that. car wash, the question is, is automated, yeah. non automated, drive
4: through, all manual,
1: B- touchless. Bikini. Yeah. Do what not, percentage touchless? Th- do not it?
4: tell me what types of car washes there are. <laughs> I, I'm the only one here that worked at a car wash uh, for a coke cokehead uh, for, mm. th- for three years. And uh, no, no, no. It was it was an automatic one. It was in Pittsburgh. Everyone gets their car wash there because the salt. Like it, you, you, yeah.
3: you have to do it. People assume you know what to do when you drive on the little rails, right? Does everybody know? No, there were Put fatalities it, yeah. every week. <laughs> were you guys liable
4: for those? Yes. Oh. Yes, John and I were, <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, the, we, it, there was only two places where you could get a job near, mm-hmm. that were walking distance from my house. The grocery store, which would have been a great normal teenage job, mm-hmm. you know, as a box clerk. Yeah, sure. And the awful car wash. And I, we did the interview. I did the interview at the grocery store, and they asked that question, have you ever lied uh, and I said no and did not get the job. Wow. They use trickery Well, yeah, to because, weed out. I think you say, yeah, and then they say, what about? And you say, well, you know, I, I, I did some bad things in Oregon. That's why we're living here now, you know. <laughs> we're on the run. Exactly. You know, it's a youth home thing and – it was stab somebody in the thigh with a screwdriver, you know. <laughs> um, so we worked for it was under minimum wage. It was it was like totally illegal and and the boss pa- paid in cash, like at the end of the week. Basically, okay. yeah. And and it was us and and criminals that were on release, like <laughs> older like criminals and, and and my brother and I. Um, and I still remember that they had a vending machine with Dr Pepper and and those little like uh, peanut butter cracker things, and the sure. taste of those two. Takes me right back to prison every time I have it.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Whenever they, you eat them in tandem as you often do.
1: Yeah. You
4: can
2: almost you can almost hear the sweaty yells of a cokehead.
4: It was brutal. My,
1: my wife my wife had a job in Marin County when she I guess this was right after she finished college and was living with her parents in Marin County at a coffee stand that was run by a crazy meth dealer, like so crazy. But because Marin, if you can get the spot to put your coffee cart, it is a crazy big money cash business. And so he would just pay that, her Teresa and uh, the other like two In women that biscotti. work there. No, just wads of cash. Hmm. And at the end of the week, he would just pay them an extra $300 or something. Just Just hand them – a wad of $500. <laughs> and a wad meaning
3: sort of crumpled all together. Like, yeah, oh, just absolutely. Just, yeah. just
1: a weird pile of money. Then he'd just be like, take what you want. Yeah. From, I li- because I
2: like that money laundering. Yes. His I like number that, one uh, interest is not. Yeah. Sure, I, like that, I like that maybe that. that's a scenario for like a more low stakes breaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> like just the guy running it all through the coffee cart.
4: <laughs> you know, things are pretty good. Well, I think money laundering operations sometimes accidentally go well. You're not thinking, well, this would be a good place. You don't really sure. care. Anytime you see a donut shop that has never had anyone in
3: it.
2: Boy, yeah. I wonder how donut shops stay in business. That's the great too. mystery.
3: Everybody is wondering that. I was, I
2: was walking. Only the Vietnamese have the secret. <laughs> sure. I was walking. Cambodians, uh, I think. Cambodians? Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. I was walking uh, uh, by one on the, on the way to a rehearsal, and I'm like, oh, I could, I could use a little cup of coffee to pep up for this rehearsal. I went into the donut shop. And it was like you know seven seven thirty in the evening, and asked for a cup of coffee, and got the weirdest look. Like, what? Why would you want that? And like, what do I do to <laughs> sure. give it to you? Uh, they went around and back, and just like. Clattered around for a little bit and then brought the, like, smallest cup of coffee oh, you've ever seen out. And dear. I gave them, like, a dollar and just left. It was a very weird transaction.
3: What do donuts go for, a dollar these days? Or I think under
2: a dollar. I think, like, 75
3: cents. Wow. Yeah.
2: I mean, unless you want, like, a Cruller or a I premium do. donut. I do. Oh, okay. I then, yeah, you're That's dropping
3: 95 okay. cents. Okay, okay. Fritter? Fritter? Uh, maple bar. Oh, no, well, that goes into standard.
1: All donuts – here's something about donuts mm-hmm. that is of interest slash concern to me. okay. Leave aside your donut places that put bacon on the donut. Sure. How is it possible that all other donuts, no matter who is selling them, are exactly the same? <laughs> yeah. Is it like fortune cookies where in each region there's just one factory that makes them and then distributes them to restaurants? They seem to make them in
3: house. And yeah. you're right. It's like, there's no
1: differences. There's no regional differences. There's no. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, if you, I'm sure, if you live in the Deep South, there's like a certain kind of jam donut that you can't get anywhere okay. else, et cetera. But basically, a donut is a donut is a donut,
3: and there you could go to Winchell's. You could go to. I think there right? must be sort of kits. Like, you want to yeah. open a donut store. You get this fryer. You get the batter. And it all comes from one... No, that's where you're all wrong. Mm.
4: I think the frosting on the top is like paint for a house. There are great differences underneath that that you're not seeing. I think there's great natural variation in donuts that you guys are overlooking. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Is this based on lived experience? You're talking about a thing where every single one of them ever made is extremely unique. Nothing like any... This is the snowflake theory absolutely and and they're 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 lovingly made by hand yeah. we've all read Christopher
2: <laughs> gosh yet I forgot the guy's name <laughs> Just peel the guy who writes those books that everybody likes to talk about Christopher
4: Christopher, yeah.
2: you remember Christopher's
4: book Donut Christopher Slash Snowflake? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scrape off the frosting. Christopher
2: Hitchens, he's the atheist guy. Yeah. yeah. Who's? Oh
4: well, Anyway, I'll the it.
2: Yeah, there you go. You've all read Malcolm Gladwell's book <laughs> Snowflake Slash Donut. Good. Did think you of go think of if I had said that like right as I, I know, thought of it. I'm I know. Well, that's right now. That would have killed. Yeah. Uh, I think here. I think what it is is I think I think we were talking about the theory of when fast food goes from delicious treat to gross nightmare. Uh-huh. I think. I th- I predict that if you were to go to a variety of donut places and get the donut right as it was coming out of the thing, you would be able to taste more deliciousness and variety. Mm-hmm. But I think as it's been sitting in that case – after it's been sitting there for a minute, they all turn into the same kind of sugar block.
1: Mm. Right. Well, because of fried foods. I mean, that's sure. just the general rule of
3: fried food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're they're all just uniformly shitty. <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But but you're talking about the half-life of fast food when it starts to like yeah. one single bag of French well, fries. Well, the question, I
1: mean, this, this came up when I was traveling out of the JetBlue terminal at Los Angeles International Airport, The basically the only food choice there is a Burger King. And I ordered a Whopper, America's most beloved fast food burger, and I ate it. And it was the fucking most disgusting thing I've <laughs> ever eaten in my entire life. And I had to eat it because it was the only meal available. And if I don't eat a meal, then I'll get a migraine. So I had to eat it but it was have
2: you thought about m- making your way out into the tarmac and catching some pigeons I, sh- I considered it yeah. I briefly considered it I
1: would have had to jury rig a sort of rotisserie barbecue
4: yeah that's yeah. Sh- we just cook it in the in the engines of the plane a lot of people with medical conditions like that would have taken some advanced care to avoid that situation and maybe carry a whopper around with you right yeah.
1: I do have a ro- whopper bracelet mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whopper yeah. and
4: you could have a warmer now you could just have it a- I mean now they have a Tube that would just go in, and the whopper would just be delivered into your right. stomach.
1: But the problem is TSA. You have to bring it. You have to carry a doctor's note that says this is why this is a medical necessity. You got it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> why was it Thank so you, horrible? Thank you very much. Yeah. It's why kind, was it's, it's a so kind horrible. of a, it's a service whopper.
1: It was well. That's the thing. So I had not had a whopper or really any uh, fast food burger other than uh, like an In and Out burger since i was a teenager and so i wasn't 100% sure if it was because i was no longer a teenager and and all fast food burgers are that gross that's what it was okay.
3: that's what it was and it's the same with donuts so remember those uh bear claws yeah yeah i mean as a kid uh, you could eat a whole one of those and yeah. and still walk around in a big gulp you know like yeah, and wash it sure. down the big gulp and then after 14 it's that that that's what happens. A, a donut is the one food I like. Donuts. I'll eat a crappy
1: donut. I don't care. I think they taste great. But a donut is the one food that has a really direct. I mean, besides like caffeine, that has a direct physical effect on me. Like I start buzzing when I've eaten half a donut and g- feel kind of sick.
4: Yeah.
2: And angry.
4: Yeah. Do like, you think?
2: Are you? Are you? Are you basing this on experiences with donuts and pastries that came out of your girlfriend's boss's meth cart? Because (laughs) it sounds like that's a little bit of an extreme reaction. Now that
1: you mention it, yeah, that's a really good point. Well, Teresa, my beautiful wife Teresa, a donut is her top preferred food mm. she would eat a donut for every meal given the opportunity and you know she's not a crazy person she doesn't eat a donut for every meal but she fucking <laughs> that loves being the
4: definition of a crazy <laughs> person
3: well you're a psychiatrist <laughs> it you sounds like for her it's school. not a problem is that part of the into- how, how many donuts
4: I want to know why she's not doing it doesn't sound the
3: that... DSM-5 yeah. is yeah. the D right. stands so for, for donut donut addiction
4: <laughs> speaking of which the service animal reference I have to get this off my chest sure yeah. I just saw a service animal at the Oakland airport it was a dog Uh, I like it. I like it. Okay. okay. It was a pit bull that was Mm. (laughs) unneutered. And I am not joking. So (laughs) what is your disability that this dog helps you with?
3: You mean the balls were...
4: And By the way, I don't mean to say that I was, you know, staring at this animal's... uh, But you were. Nuts. You you couldn't not. You couldn't not. Uh, They were presenting. It was just... At any rate, uh, so I was just fascinated about what service an unneutered pit bull in an airport. Well, Child maybe mauling. you know.
2: I think there's like there's there's <laughs> there's the service animal, and then there's the comfort animal, like someone who's had some trauma or is going through
4: depression. Companion like, animal.
2: Yeah, I mean, like maybe I know about this from my hero dogs calendar. Sure. Uh. Uh, testicles can be comforting. <laughs> <laughs> you really can yeah. just, just you know, you roll them around like, uh, just
1: like those there. uh, Chinese relaxation like, uh, spheres. Jordan can't fall asleep unless he's getting tea
4: bags. <laughs> so now I was hung up on the pit bull part, but yeah. you're saying that the balls are really the part.
3: That yeah, it, I mean,
2: the balls can be attached. It to- It could be any dog, whatever. I mean, the dog's just okay. the most obedient. Okay. thing. You right. did, I
3: mean, you you did point out it was unneutered. That was one of the first things you said. Well, I somehow associate
4: that with death, unneutered pit bulls, <laughs> and, and, and so. But you're saying that that. The Pitbull's just a vector. He's carrying... This because you've lived in urban America. <laughs> okay, all right. You've, all right had, okay. you've had a dog with
1: madness in its eyes yeah. throw itself bodily against a chain-link exactly. fence mm-hmm. and did, land on its
3: balls. <laughs> Do you think the, the drug-sniffing beagles sort of pass that guy <laughs> in the corridors? And What's the kind of interaction there? You know, Pissed. Yeah. Pissed off. Yeah. Like, you get to be here, too. I did all the schooling to sniff the drugs. Yeah. And you just walk in here like, <laughs> if
4: they were in they say
2: here you are jet setting around. If something. they had a
3: pit bull testicle sniffing dog, I bet
4: the alarms went off pretty good down there in security. I don't um, think
2: you would need to have a. <laughs> there's not a lot of training to get the dog to be able to sniff other dogs. Balls. Yeah, ours will do like, that.
4: <laughs> ours will do that yeah. right off the bat. And uh, you don't even have to treat it. You yeah. don't have to give a treat. No, you know, there's not a lot of jobs for that kind of dog. Right, that's um, the problem. Yeah, because it's like the main the main job that. is dog. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Where you a car wash. Yeah, <laughs> you could, I mean, you could—I don't know—try to sell it. Make your own. That's a make-your-own sign kind of sale. You know, this dog will—you know—sniff out other dogs. <laughs>
2: seeking,
4: we are recapitulating and slightly <laughs> dog bollocks. That's right.
1: If yes, inquire within.
4: <laughs> Get a police uniform and a special harness for your dog. Mm-hmm. Walk around town. And any time it smells another dog, say, does your dog have – <laughs> Is your
1: dog's butt filled with drugs? <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a question? Is it possible that having a dog that can detect other dogs with, that they have balls, that,
3: <laughs> that could be a hobby like metal detecting? Oh. That's right. <laughs> Isn't their vision kind of bad? <laughs> like the dog wouldn't be the best detector of other dogs' balls, right? It's Dude. just like, what are those? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't need much help with that. That's what I'm saying. Drugs. No, no, clearly,
4: clearly. Is a different thing. No, in fact, that's how they train them. They put a little packet of cocaine in a little prosthetic ball sack. <laughs> and then they, 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 you know. Positive reinforcement. Give it a donut and it says that's. Click, yeah. click, um, click, click. I, click, click, I on think the that's it. Click, 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 I'm click,
1: sure you have click. a little clicker. You know what I'm talking about. I do. A little clicker. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hey, thanks this week to Adult Swim for sponsoring our program. A new season of Children's Hospital starring Rob Cordry and NTSF colon SD colon SUV colon colon starring our friend Paul Shear start this Thursday July 25th at midnight. Basically these programs are just a cavalcade of your favorite Jordan Jesse Go guests and they are both freaking hilarious so I really hope that you will not miss them. Um look what do we got? We got Ken Marino, Megan Mullally, Rob hubel June Diane Raphael, uh Lake Bell, Paul Shear, Rob cordry uh, Rob Corddry has probably once again disappointed us in his promise to name two characters Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson on Children's Hospital. But you know what? It's so funny. Who cares? Adult Swim, where it's at. New season, Children's Hospital and NTSF colon SD colon SUV colon colon. This Thursday, July twenty fifth at midnight on your Thursday night comedy destination, Adult Swim. Love. Love. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy
4: detective. James Richmond, Casper
3: Hauser. Rob Bedecker, guy from the sky. (laughs) God? I didn't say God, but I'll take it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I said guy. Could just be St. Peter.
2: Yeah, that's what I call God because me and him are like bros. I'm like, hey, guy from the sky.
3: Guy from the sky. That's got to be in a Christian rock song, doesn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sure.
4: Of course. <laughs> guy in the sky, keep on turning.
2: I could see that as like like a bunch of like newly sober born again like yeah. deadheads. Yeah. They start like a jammy Christian rock band called Guy sure. in the Sky.
1: Guy in the Sky. That sounds really cool, man. It totally it sounds, sounds cool. You know what? It's just cool. We got an acoustic guitar. We got some bongos. Mm-hmm. And anybody can get in on it. Sure. Yeah. You, know, we're just, you got a rain stick? We're we're just, come on.
3: Yeah. You want to get high? The highest you can get is the guy in the sky. Sure. You got it. Yeah. You know what the fuck we're talking about. Right on. Well, they wouldn't say fuck. Yeah,
2: but they would fuck. They, they would fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man, are you getting Christian jam band groupies, Jesse? Dude, they would get done. They keep it tight.
1: They keep yeah. it tight. Oh, the crevice those gentlemen are getting. Mmm.
2: All up in that.
3: In the bus, in the van. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Like,
2: but, hey, I can uh, introduce you to Jars of Clay. <laughs> 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 you want to meet Switchfoot? You want to meet
1: Pat Robertson? <laughs> <laughs> the Pat Robertson? Sure. Oh, man. What's going on with you, Jordan? Uh, How you been doing? I'm doing... Oh, Hold on. Sure. Before we talk about that, yeah. let's address the elephant in the room. Our friend Dave Shumka is fine, sure. but got shot yeah. by a madman what? on the streets. Sure. That's terrifying. What? I know. Okay, so... A month or so ago, this guy calls in with a momentous occasion. He's walking down the streets of Winnipeg or some shit in Canada, and someone tries to kidnap him in that, like – Children's movie way where they like put a bag over your head and grab you and pull you into a van. <laughs> a children's movie, <laughs> like, a, you know, like a school, like a cautionary. Film okay, with oh, okay, okay, sure, Go sure, sure.
4: Kidnap from yeah. Witch Mountain.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking about like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, <laughs> <laughs> bed knobs and burlap sacks. <laughs> so, um, so we're uh, we're already on notice about Canada. Yeah, they have an unearned reputation for safety where. Grown, large, large, grown adult men are being kidnapped on the streets for no apparent reason, and then, our friend like Dave, partially drunk grown adults. To be yeah. fair, our friend Dave Shumka, uh, the co-host of "Stop Podcasting Yourself" from the MaximumFund.org network, one of the funniest guys mm-hmm. around, is leaving a comedy show headlined by our friend Graham Clark, the other co-host of uh, 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 "Stop Podcasting Yourself." A man. Uh, Weird-looking man runs out from an alley, looks at him, says, "Hello, how are you?" Points a gun in his face. Dave ducks, and the guy shoots at his face point-blank. Wow! And and grazes the top of his head with a bullet. Oh my god! Wow! Um, and uh, Dave ran away, and the sure. man ended up committing suicide. Uh, but I think mm. the take-home from this, I think, Dave, you know, Dave wrote a post. On his Tumblr, that I thought was very eloquent. That the take home from this was, you know, we need to pay attention to more attention to mental health in our
3: communities. Um, the secondary take home, I would say, is stay away from Canada. Yeah. Well, that was uh, wasn't that Michael Moore's uh, part of his thesis in the gun movie was that they got it figured out, yeah, and we we don't. So I'm, sorry, Mike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, I think it's just a. It seems like
2: it's not necessarily. A gun issue, but it seems like it's just—it's just people. I think it's a moral issue up there, right? That you—that yeah.
1: people feel it's moral to shoot Dave Shumka.
2: Sure, yeah. I mean.
1: I can I can I mean I understand where that's coming from. I felt like shooting Dave Shumka many times. Mm-hmm. He's a controversial guy. He pushes a lot of hot button issues. Sure. And he ducked. He, he ducked. That's, that's amazing. amazing. He literally wow. dodged a bullet. He physically wow. dodged a bullet.
4: When you have these situations, to be fair, you have to ask that if he hadn't ducked, perhaps it wouldn't even have grazed him. It would have missed completely. I just so you're just saying it might have been pointing
1: under his he, he, chin. He, he may have reasonable. ducked into
4: the path. Okay. That's always a consideration. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess wouldn't... there's that there's that action movie trope of you
2: think somebody's about to get double-crossed. Mm-hmm. You think somebody's like, oh, no, this this character's about to shoot the main guy. And they pull the trigger and they were just shooting a guy who was near the main guy. Right.
3: You're saying this could have been like, It's kind of like waving at the party to the guy, sure. but mm-hmm. with a gun. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think yeah. that Dave... James, I'm, correct okay. me if yes. I'm just following you down this little rabbit hole here. Mm-hmm. Are you suggesting that maybe Dave did this for the
4: attention? I don't know, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, and without seeing him talking to him in depth, I can't. I can't formally accuse him of that. That's yes. I
3: do. I mean, he's, yes.
1: he is as. I mean. Even for a Canadian, he's an attention seeker. Did anyone showy even for a Canadian yeah. person.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that Avril Lavigne set the precedent. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, she inspired a generation of Canadians to say, hey, look at me.
4: Sure. There are only two things that graze, mm-hmm. cows and bullets. Right. Yeah. And it, did somebody see this wound? Uh, was it a true grazing?
3: Yeah. What, what does graze mean?
1: I will say <laughs> on Dave's head— there's no hair, but
4: there is clover. Mm. Okay, uh, all right. So
1: that is there are clues to work with.
4: Actually, I'm very sorry to hear about that for it's him. That is horrible. horrible. It's absolutely c- I,
1: in all sincerity. Uh, uh, we're, I'm. It's just such a blessing that uh, Dave is safe, and um, you know we're <laughs> thinking of your friend. And you know Dave is the absolute greatest, and. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I. I've. I've never. I was thinking about this. You know. I've. I've never been shot mm-hmm. at. But um, the one time I was present for a shooting, it happened seventy five feet behind me. Um, I never saw it. All I did was hear shots. Uh, you know, go down to the ground, and the next day see the blood stain on the <laughs> on the stairs. Um, and it's stu- you know it stuck with me for. It stuck with me vividly for months, and obviously, you know, it's still something I think about from time to time now. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, uh, God bless you, Dave. We love yeah, you. Yeah, totally. And yeah. to not
2: and to not and to not turn into a reactionary, angry mess to to stay so nice and positive like he did. It's uh inspirational.
4: Yeah, that's very very Gosh, scary. Sorry.
1: I'm very inspired by Dave and. Um, you know, I'm thinking about putting together my own stunt like this. Mm, um, you should. Speaking of inspiration. I will help you. Um I mean it's just like uh you know James your brother John got attacked by a seal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. right.
4: You know, exactly. that was
3: great for John. That was hard. That was hard. That that was hard. To I, it
4: took it it took me 8 hours to put that seal costume on cuz it was quite professional. <laughs> right. Sure. And um and uh but we did it and he got on
2: but Jar. you got no piece of his reality show, that Seal was, Puncher.
4: Seal Puncher, he committed. I mean, no one has pressed charges on John, sure. and, and right. I'm not saying that they should. But you're not allowed to approach a marine mammal, and
3: mm-hmm. yeah, oh uh, yeah, there was a lot of controversy about seals
4: that. live young,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. mate for life. They're mm-hmm. mammals.
4: And he you can't punched it. Go around it. punching. No, it. he intruded. And you know what? Yeah. That's seal. just because
1: you're swimming in the San Francisco Bay and one chomps onto you doesn't yeah. mean you can punch it.
3: Well, we don't know if that was the order. Uh, oh, of the event. I think sure. no one knows if it was on him, chomp, punch, or punch, <laughs> yeah. chomp. Um, yeah, the seal was on the beach. It's hard to say. Uh,
4: but but the, you know those seals, they go home. I, they don't podcast, right? That we know of, and say they're into ham, it ham could, radio. Ha- it could happen to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: John has a per- yeah, has a scar on both. Is it on both legs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like you couldn't ask for a better thing for and John. And the funny
4: thing is the scar spells out the word John. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. And so, then below did, that, punched me first. <laughs> punched me first. <laughs> did
1: the seal get a weird form of vanity dental work before it bit, John? Mm-hmm. It's hard to know about these a things. A grill of
4: some kind?
1: Yeah, it's tough yeah. to say. Seal It's grill. really tough to say.
4: But when you're punching the shit out of a, a cute marine, marine. Now, this was not a sea lion. No. You no. might as oh, well tiny. punch tiny. They're Bambi. tiny, sure.
3: These are the kind of things on calendars. They're gorgeous <laughs> animals, especially
4: when they're dry. Classic calendars. Yeah. yeah. When they're wet, they look kind <laughs> like of gross. But when they're dry, they're quite – Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're quite, you know, puffed out and and cute. And this They're was real fluffer. This was a young mother, so he, mm, yeah, really. I think he broke its eye socket. And no, he didn't. It, it did quite a bit of damage to him. And
1: do you think that we gave enough information on the fact that John actually did get bitten
2: by a seal while swimming in the San Francisco Bay? For I that? hope I hope people figured well, that out. Yeah, if they not,
1: put the pieces together. If
2: not, it, right? that was all true. Go back and listen to that. Uh, to yeah. That flight of oh, fancy. Just Google
4: Berkeley man bitten by seal and you'll get the video. It's on, on the yeah. local news. You don't
2: necessarily if you just type want in to look Berkeley at Berkeley seal. It's the time that Seal performed at UC exactly. Berkeley, yeah. which yeah. is also pretty
3: it's riveting. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's Great, it's amazing. John, John also punched him and Seal bit <laughs> that's him. Why the that's why. That's one has of my, the, That's why he got
1: married my, to Heidi Klum. That's right. <laughs> it's one of my top Seal boots. Yeah. You know, when it comes to Seal bootlegs, Berkeley '97. Yeah.
2: That's. Well, I mean, stuff. sorry, maybe I'm just like kind of a soundophile, right. but I mean Seal at Red Rocks. I'm right. sorry. The natural acoustics. Yeah. yeah, sure. Kissed by a Rose. Yeah. I don't know other Seal songs. Those all sound great at Red Rocks.
4: That's all you need to mention. Yeah. And His it, concerts are just
2: two-hour jams on Kissed
4: by just, a Rose, right? It went it on it and on and on. Is possible
2: that Seal got
1: both his name and his signature scar- in a seal attack? Possible. Mm,
4: just Possible. Google. Where is he from? I don't know. England? Just Google. Beautiful England. England man seal attack. <laughs> and, and it'll come up.
2: The- England man seal attack Batman Forever soundtrack. <laughs>
3: <laughs> isle of man, right? Yeah. He,
4: he, he, so, um, <laughs> isle of man. So, attack. anyway, moral of the
1: story is seal get well soon, we're thinking about you and you're split with Heidi. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You've made some really beautiful music. You've moved a lot of hearts and a lot of vaginal juices (laughs) and a lot of moms across this great country. (laughs) That's number one. Number two... Dave, buddy, uh, we're we're so sorry. This so sorry that this horrible. I did not do that. That on was purpose.
2: the yeah the traditional Canadian apology.
1: So sorry that this uh, horrible thing happened to you, and and we're, all of us here at Maximum Fun are thinking of you, pal. And uh, you're the best. And um, yeah. If you if you're interested in uh if you're interested in in making a contribution, doing something about this, Dave has suggested a charity for you to give to. Um, uh, that handles mental health issues in the Vancouver area. So you can go to Dave's Tumblr, which is dot Shumka, and um, uh, and there you will find the link to make a donation and you know make a difference. I know it's you know it's tough to feel like there's nothing you can do, but um, it was great of Dave to do that. So we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica this week's Jordan and Jesse Go brought to you in part by our friends at Warby Parker who think glasses shouldn't cost $7 billion. At Warby Parker, they start at $95, including your prescription. You just order some frames from their website or a couple of frames or whatever you want. You get them in the mail. You can try them on. If you don't like them, you can send them back. Get your money back. And for every pair that you buy, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. So go to WarbyParker.com, order your prescription glasses, sunglasses, or reading glasses. Enter the code JJGO and you'll receive your new glasses within one, two, three business days. WarbyParker.com. Enter the code jj go it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio
3: sweetheart jordan morris boy detective
4: james Richmond casper hauser
3: rob bedeker guy from the sky <laughs> yeah
1: that
2: was a good one
3: it that was that's an nice. airplane we came in on a plane
2: you guys are on tour with dc talk now yeah. right that's right mm-hmm.
3: I can't wait for that.
1: Uh, wait Jordan, for that. I, yes. I'm sorry. I, no, no, I realized after I asked what was going on with you that we should probably address the fact that our friend got shot in the head. Sure. Um, but, uh, well, and I going-
2: appreciate you ending the segment before we moved on to this. Yeah. What, what's going on with you? Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a little creativity experiment. Mm-hmm. Maybe I thought I'd run it by you guys. Oh. Yeah. Uh this week uh the week that we are taping this uh is, is the week that uh, uh Saturday Night Live packets are due for people to be writers for Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. something I do from time to time mm-hmm. uh I uh, do. I never get it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you'll know that because I've never been a writer for Saturday Night Live. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, I really, I've got, I've, I'm, uh, I've got the time to do it this year to do it right. I'm not doing it in my off time, so I like, I'm like, I kind of have a week to devote to this.
1: And when you apply for sure. a television writing job, especially one like mm-hmm. a like on a late night show mm-hmm. or on, you know, you might submit a spec script for a sitcom, yeah. But for most of
2: these shows, you submit a packet, which is like a group of jokes and yeah, uh, it's, it's, in this it's case a, probably sketches. Yeah, it's a little bit different every year. Each I guess each head writer has a different uh, set of things that they're looking for. Uh, so you know sometimes it'll be do x amount of topical sketches or do x amount of commercial parodies or something something something. So I'm doing it this time, and I thought uh, I thought I would. Um, uh, I would try and be totally sober for the whole thing. I would not. I would not have a drink. Uh, I would not have. Uh, I would not have a pot. I would just, you know, go to bed at a decent hour. Re- lead no a really coffee cart donuts. Yeah, no coffee cart donuts. Um, lead a just a really like regimented week, um, and so I started doing this um, and felt felt pretty good. At the beginning, like felt pretty good about where it was going, uh, getting a lot of good work done. Uh, and then just kind of in my uh, in my off time, I started watching the Ken Burns documentary on Prohibition. Oh, yeah. And uh, – which didn't connect to me in my mind that like, oh – I'm trying not to drink but also I'm watching this thing that's exclusively about alcohol <laughs> for some reason it did not occur to me that this You're is a weird combo. You were
1: reading book about still making also.
2: <laughs> right, except, sure, sure. Yeast. Uh-huh. I was also reading the big book of yeast. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, and then so I don't know if you guys have seen this but uh you know it's that usual Ken Burns style they're panning around a photograph or they got so it's you know like there was some film back then so there's a lot of like sped up footage of, like, Mm -hmm. flappers. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen it, but I feel like I...
3: I, yeah, you can, can hear know, the feeling.
2: I feel like I, I, I don't want to see it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but every time they, like, just need a bridge between images or a bridge between little bits of footage, they will just do the most beautifully composed slow-mo shot of a beer being poured mm. uh, <laughs> or, like, little ice cubes clinking into a glass and then, you know, the most beautiful liquor you've ever seen coming out of a glass carafe. Uh yeah, and it was real it was real torture. I probably should have just stopped watching it, but for some reason got kind of into it and insisted on watching all three episodes. Uh so yeah, that was that was really uh it was really tough. Um but I kind of felt I, but I was feeling pretty good. Like I was feeling like I was uh you know, I felt like that resistance kind of made me uh made me a little bit stronger in my conviction. Plus you had Won your fight against the snakes? Sure, exactly. Uh they left for some reason. They just left once I stopped uh you were shaking a lot less. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I won my fight against Night Sweats. Sure. Yeah. Um and then uh so I was so I was going pretty good and uh I I had a I had a lapse. Hmm. Um I was going to see Pacific Rim with a buddy of mine. Oh, I thought you were going to say I was seal. seal at the Pacific Rim. Right, right, right. <laughs> you got to blaze up before you go to see seal. He's amazing. You have man. not heard Kissed by a Rose. Yeah, Pacific Rim it. is
4: the best place to see him too. It's so intimate. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I had this. I had this buddy. we were going to see Pacific Rim, and he is uh, his his. He lives with his fiance in this really kind of like posh apartment, and she is. Uh, She's away. Well, don't tell
4: me I haven't seen it yet.
2: Oh yeah, that's the plot of Pacific Rim. Okay, is a robot lives with its fiance, an alien, in a very nice apartment. It's like a live work loft. Anna Faris. Um, uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the uh, robot is played by Gerard Butler. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a real cat at the beginning, but Nobody he softens yeah. up. Uh, and so I went over to his house, and he is just having this like this like return to bachelorhood. Like their nice apartment is a mess like i found him just like uh l- l- bouncing a tennis ball against the wall and like their dog running after it while he tries to catch it mm. and uh it part of his part of his return to bachelorhood is smoking a lot of pot out of an apple <laughs> <laughs> and i was like Ah, oh god i can't not do this uh you know so so i had a i had a lapse guys mm. i didn't make it uh, how well, many days in did you <clears throat> get uh i got I got six days in.
1: Do you think mm. any fruit would have led to a lapse? Any fruit bong?
2: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've tried to berry bong before. Uh-huh. It's an unpleasant experience that sure. leads to a lot of singed eyebrows. Sure. What was your goal? Seven days? Uh, Mike, I think I think by the time I got the assignment, it was ten days how many I Taylor had ten Swift, days to do this
1: how many Taylor Swift uh, sketches were you into your project
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I was uh, I mean I was just doing doing all the usuals I mean like uh, Taylor Swift auditions for the view. I did. Uh, Taylor Swift um, finds Edward Snowden, brings Kanye, him to justice. Kanye West hosts a talk show. Sure, exactly. <laughs> Taylor
1: Swift hosts a talk show. An
2: ethnicity hosts a talk show. <laughs> sure, <laughs> in a weird way. Uh, so yeah, so I didn't. I didn't quite make it. Uh, I felt pretty good going uh, leading up to it. I've been. I've been kind of guilty about that bong apple hit
3: since it happened. I feel like a weak like a weak man. Did you have kind of a long slow walk along the docks at sunrise? Yeah, I skipped some stones. Well, but I yeah. mean
4: the question is so you were trying to see what this did to your creativity and your yeah. productivity. Uh-huh. Well,
1: uh, we made that bong out of an apple. <laughs> well, I didn't even make good. it. I it was some kind of Yeah,
2: definitely tell SNL that. I'm like, yeah, I should just, I should just, I should send the, I should send them the, the sketches, <laughs> but then, then have a lot of homemade bongs also in the I package. Just, they do all their submissions by mail. It's I very would, old fashioned. So. I would say an appendix mm-hmm. that
4: just lists fruits you've made into bongs. Oh, just just yeah. tell them, hey, look, this is this is where I'm at, you know, with my drug use. And, <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, this is sure. what I did. I know you guys have a rich history of drug use. It's part of the culture around there uh yeah i should I should just like go into it as if all I know about Saturday Night Live is like stories from seventies Saturday
3: Night Live. <laughs> And that would get their attention if they open the priority mail package and these yeah. old apples. Oh, wow.
2: I mean, with, you're going to read that guy's
1: package.
3: Yeah.
2: You're
1: going <laughs> to read that guy's package. Or how about this? They open the priority mail package and you ride
4: out on a fucking motorcycle.
2: Yeah,
1: doing a uh, blow like nice Dan times.
4: Aykroyd. Because marijuana makes your motorcycle driving better.
2: Yeah, sure, exactly. <laughs> Catherine,
4: Catherine trippy
1: O'Hara, Catherine O'Hara was on uh, Bullseye not that long ago. I don't remember if this made it onto the radio, but there was just this point where she was talking about when she used to date Danny, a.k.a. Dan Aykroyd. Mm -hmm. And she just offhandedly mentioned that he drove an amphibious car. (laughs) And I was like, yep, there you go, Mr. Dan Aykroyd. Doing exactly what you'd expect (laughs) him to do. Driving around Canada in an amphibious (laughs) car. I am looking but, uh, for ghosts.
2: <laughs> sure. And aliens. Yeah. Yeah, that's to be fair, <clears throat> and aliens. Whatever's paranormal, sure. maybe a mummy. <laughs> I wanted to uh, I wanted to maybe maybe ask you guys about when you guys feel like you're all the most creative. Like, do you do you deny yourself anything when you feel like you have to be when you have a period where you need to be oh, extra Oh, I think that's hugely
3: productive. Absolutely. I do uh, water, no water. (laughs) Wow, you could totally
2: (laughs) dehydrate it. Yeah,
3: you got to get it done. Um, Well, those are two two separate questions for me. I mean, denying yourself something is like a great um, source of energy. Yeah. Like like fasting. Mm -hmm. Like Muhammad Ali not engaging in
4: romance before a fight. Or Gandhi, well, exactly. But I mean, there's two things here, right? One, we're Drink talking about intoxicants. So, in. so, so Rob's saying if you the denial, <laughs> like fight. fasting, gives sure. you all this energy. But you're actually talking about intoxicants that change the way that you think. And right. some people might feel, especially with creativity, where there are many, many either myths or associations with it, either helping or hurting your, yeah, your writing.
3: You and know so, what? I mean, the morning.
1: Spare us the psycho. Okay, all right. Bullshit. But are you
3: are you also <laughs> asking <laughs> I'm, Jordan? I'm trying yeah. to
4: make a pineapple bong over here.
3: It is hard <laughs> don't to, cut to yourself. spend time with lay people. Yeah. it is very yeah. hard for me sometimes. Sure. Yeah, it's hard for us too. Right. To spend time. Are you uh, asking the moments like, you know, sort of in in the hot shower moment where the, where the ideas? Where come? you're like, there's my dick. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Should, you are, should
2: write a sketch about that. <laughs> Just a sketch about a dude with a huge dick. (laughs) That
1: baby's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: We're a super sober troupe. We always were. Yeah. And it's so funny because with comedy, right, people assume there's this association between partying and being funny because you laugh a lot when you're partying. Mm -hmm. The people come up and say, it it must be great. You
3: must get all fucked
4: up. and What are you guys on? What are you on?
3: No. I Um, find swimming, swimming in the pool is... Kind of therapeutic, yeah. You get a lot of ideas come. I find ocean swimming really therapeutic.
1: Really? Yeah, I once got attacked by, it. you know what? I'm not thinking of me. I'm thinking of That's John right. Richmond. That's yeah. right. I got confused between me and John Richmond. I feel like I'm never creative in any capacity. Jerk. I feel like I've abandoned creativity completely. Like, the closest I can get is an unusual solution to a business problem. I've just <laughs> oh. abandoned... I here's shaved ice shaved ice shaved ice here's what creativity means to me now I bought a hole saw which is like a saw that's round like the top of a spice bottle that attaches to the end of your drill to cut a hole in something and uh the shank was the wrong size Mm. so I said fuck it and I did it with a one inch bit
2: Nice. And then he would say, and then I said, fuck it. And then I learned watercolors.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's the purest. I have never, I have never been capable of creativity in any. Oh, that's nonsense. In any kind of like, um, in any kind of situation where there aren't already just a thousand rules. If there aren't a thousand rules, I am totally fucked because I will think about, everything that's wrong with everything that I'm doing and not do anything unless I'm trying to – and if I try and solve a problem, I will just fucking obsess over it until it's done. Oh,
3: rules are great. I mean restrictions, it, it fits with, you know, sure. not denying yourself Yeah, yeah. It, it,
2: I mean I like that kind of like assignment writing. It's like, oh, I have to
3: think of a commercial parody. I can't
2: not think of one. So yeah,
3: that's very nice. Or, or write something without using the letter e or whatever.
2: I that guy <laughs> right. wrote a novel. Like or that. finish it by uh, finish it by 10 p.m. or your family dies. <laughs> Which
1: is a fun one.
2: That's how Jack Handy wrote Super Happy Fun Ball.
1: <laughs> okay. Now, when you lapsed he after— He finished it at 1025, though. That's the problem. Oh. So it was a great sketch, uh, but it turned out to be tragic can, like, for Mr. Handy. But you can Handy. see those
2: extra 25 minutes
1: in yeah. the right. sketch. Well, he you didn't know? want to do it it's, wrong. He yeah. didn't want to pit, take something to the pitch table that wasn't ready.
4: Sure. I think it was Phil Silvers or, or, or it was Ernie Kovacs in Philadelphia who said that— no, no great comedy ideas ever happened outside a half an hour before the pitch meeting. Yeah. And – He was wrong. He was wrong. He, and
3: now he's dead. <laughs> Serves him right. Now, after day six, was it, was it just – you? you just continued to decline?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean then I just like – I just – I put like more restrictions on myself. Like right. I would – like, I would watch <laughs> <Not> pornography, gonna... <laughs> but if they looked like they were about to, yeah. to uh, divert from the missionary position, oh. I would just click you'd, it off. You'd no. pour yourself a drink? Yeah.
3: No. <laughs> I would pour myself a drink. That's yeah. It. I would do a shot. Yeah. What
4: are you doing? What are uh, you th- <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Woman on top? Who am I? Caligula? Jeez.
3: Gandhi used to sleep with ladies in his bed and, and uh, restrain himself, right? Really? For, yeah. that, I don't know if that's apocryphal.
1: Hmm. He definitely drank his own pee-pee. Did he? You know, that oh. guy was up to all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. He saved an entire yeah. nation. He had to build up a lot of eccentricities Absolutely. to get to the personal power yeah. that's required to save one of the most populous nations in the world from uh, colonialist tyranny. It, it was yeah.
2: the was the ladies in bed thing was that just so he would he would like go to his work every day with like a frustration boner? <laughs> that he, would like lead him
4: in into his, greatness
2: in his rags.
1: Yeah, you yeah. don't
4: just jump to having the ladies in the bed. You've already stopped jacking off a long time before <laughs> that. <laughs> it, so he's this is like phase three. Mm-hmm. This is like
1: yeah. a guy who's been using cocaine for a long time and then he tries heroin.
3: Oh, okay. Ga- He's Gandhi. trying to
1: kick it up to a new level. I didn't yeah. know Gandhi was into cocaine. Oh, yeah. Was it? Big oh, time, time yeah. in the yeah.
3: 70s. Oh, this Big is sure, sure. He was great, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> then
2: he uh,
4: went into the car wash business <laughs> he, from what I understand. When he picked up the tenor, man. Yeah. yeah, he was a great genius. Him and
1: Einstein would get together jam. with yeah. a fucking mountain blow. <laughs> yeah, just uncut shit too. Yeah, they'd smoke it. They'd shoot it. Yeah,
2: and they they'd would just snort it. And, and they would in their just eyes. jam. Yeah. They would just yeah. jam. Yeah. Yeah. He sure said
1: it's what it's the only thing that really let them
3: see. The problems of the
1: world. Liquid, Liquid Coke. glow in their I, eyes. Worked
3: at, I worked at a diner once, and this guy had purple rings under his eyes, and I asked him about it. He said it was from Liquid he Coke. He said, I'm Saturn. <laughs> I'm Saturn.
4: <laughs> Gandhi definitely had that junky physique. I think he was the first one to <laughs> sure. make it really popular.
1: Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Well, it's him and Iggy Pop, right? When he yeah. did the Calvin Klein spots specifically. That's right.
4: And the pants down and the yeah. little yeah. glasses. That was hot, though. It was. And that was, it was pretty hot. hot.
1: Yeah. I have a frustration boner right now. <laughs> <I> just <think laughs> Thinking a, about Gandhi, a Gandhi boner. Yeah, just thinking about
2: legendary. I mean, I my favorite, activists. my yeah, my favorite of history's pacifists mm-hmm. slash catalog models will mm-hmm. always be Anna Nicole Smith.
3: Sure, mm-hmm. in yeah.
2: the in the guest ads, yeah, and yeah. um, the um Armenian genocide. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Her work against the Turks. <laughs> right, exactly. She really headed in for the Turks. Oh, boy.
1: Hated Turks. Yeah. Had a negative incident with a Turkish delight. It was not delightful. <laughs> no. The well, they're not The furthest good. thing sided with the Armenians from there on out. <laughs> uh, well. Anyway. We had a great talk about creativity and where it comes from. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jessica. Love you, love you. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go fans. It's Jesse. I'm breaking into this show to tell you that we have launched the greatest Kickstarter ever, and we did it after we recorded this show, so we didn't have the details to give you. But you can support us right this very second. It is very, very imminent. Here's what we want to do we want to fly to Denver and fly our filmmaking buddy Ben Harrison to Denver with us, where we will buy 1,000 ice cream cones for 1,000 strangers and give them out and make a little movie about the time that Jesse and Jordan from Jordan Jesse Go gave 1,000 ice cream cones to 1,000 people they didn't know. Um, I-, I want you to be part of this. It is going to be so great and so fun and the perfect thing to do with a summer weekend. Just go to kickstarter.com and search for 1,000 free ice cream cones. Um, spell it out, 1,000. Uh, it is so, going to be so great, uh, but there are just days left as this episode comes out. So get on it. It's going to be so great. It's going to be so, so cool. Just go, like just ten bucks or something. Buy an ice cream cone for somebody. They'll love it. Kickstarter.com. One thousand free ice cream cones, the movie. Okay, bye. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart.
4: Jordan Morris Boy Detective. James Richmond, pie in the
3: in the oven. Rob Bedeker. I'm, I'm dropping the dropping the moniker. I like Guy in Did the you? Sky. Okay, I like it a lot. Guy in the Sky. Yeah. Guy, uh, all right. I'll stick with
1: it. I like that James was gonna go Pie in the Sky, then realized that would preclude Rob from using his nickname mm-hmm. that was already established, yeah. and he ended up having to go Pie in the Oven, which is not a saying. <laughs> I thought
4: that Rob was going to improv again. Yeah, and right. I like felt the bad the first time he did several segments ago. That's right. Before he started repeating the thing, that that's right. That was weird. And then yeah. I was saying Casper Houser, and I felt lesser. Just sure, yeah,
2: you were. Well, I mean, my, I don't know. I don't know if your thing is totally totally without uh, precedent. My mom always said a, uh, a pie in the oven is worth two in the trash. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. It's like she really valued a trashed pie. <laughs> sure, I'll throw you know. most of my pies in the trash, yeah. right? Without even tasting them, want to age them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an oak
4: barrel. Yeah,
1: right.
3: Yeah. A- yeah. A uh, <laughs> sure. Cave age. The neighbors, the raccoons.
1: Aged. Can we
2: talk about You're coated bo- in volcanic <laughs> ash? Can
1: we talk briefly about
2: boatparty.biz?
1: Yes, because time is running out to purchase mm-hmm. your tickets to boatparty.biz. I just had a high-level meeting with my events director, Amanda. We're going to have to set a deadline on tickets for Boat Party You only got about 2 weeks left. That's the honest truth. You only got about 2 weeks left. Maybe 3 weeks if you're lucky. We haven't picked the exact date, but but the clock's ticking is what The you're clock saying. is seriously ticking. Yeah. If you want to spend some time on a boat with Kurt Brownaller, Rhea Butcher, mm-hmm. why it's an act, John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats, Dan Deacon, Cameron Esposito, John Hodgman, Josie Long, Uh, various other people whose names are uh, obscured on this list. Oh, here we go. Here's a new list. Mark Marin, Nellie (laughs) McKay, Eugene Merman, Jonah Ray, Jasper Redd, John Roderick, Scott Simpson, Nick Thune. Just saw Scott Simpson. The point here is this is an amazing group of people. And if you don't get on this boat, you're blowing it big time. It's an affordable trip. It's the only themed cruise... Ever declared by Wild uh, by Wired magazine to be, and I quote, "maybe fun, <laughs> maybe fun." It's pretty good.
4: That's great. Pretty good endorsement.
1: head not... of the Weezer cruise, Weezer cruise was probably not fun.
2: Well, to be fair, that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean Wired is is an electronics magazine, and that's great to have anything water related that they're.
2: Yeah. Sure, because that's their natural enemy. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: That's really going out on a limb.
1: Or you could look at it as their natural complement. I mean, this could be part of their plan
4: to electrify the ocean. (laughs) That old duality, electricity, water. Yeah, the classic
1: Mm. duality. Sure. What did the Romans have to say about this?
4: Conspicuously (laughs) silent. You need a Roman on this show. (laughs) You you need a Roman on this show. we do, too.
1: Should we get Roman Mars in here?
4: Yeah. Well, I was going to say like a like
2: a spartan maybe a, like a spartan, spartan would warrior? be
3: sexier yeah those some muscles sure the warrior culture mm-hmm. Spartans and the other ones were their 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 rivals the minotaurs. yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Spartans and the minotaurs. <laughs>
2: that <laughs> classic i mean they were the they were the water and electricity of their day yeah <laughs>
1: Anyway, this is a great fun thing go to boatparty.biz. Buy your ticket now because you can't wait any longer. It's coming up in September. September 12th through 16th is going to be a freaking blast. I this is like the most excited I've ever been about a thing that we've done, including Max Fun Cons. I think this is just going to be so cool, so awesome, just amazing shows. And you know, in between you can just chill out, play shuffleboard, eat shrimp. You know what I'm talking about? They seriously on a cruise ship. They have a machine with a soft-serve ice cream in it. You can go to that fucker whenever you want, have as much. And it shoots out shrimp. You can camp underneath it and just swirl mm. right in your mouth. Just swirl that shit so yeah. right in your mouth. So you, can, en- you can
4: engage in the kind of behavior that will get you fired from a Wendy's. Exactly. <laughs> 30 years ago, it was probably just like. Soft serve ice cream cruise. Yes. You know, who needs programming? She's that right. would have been enough, but then everyone did that.
1: Yeah. So we're kicking it up a notch. It's the, it's the
2: only soft serve ice cream and this other stuff. The first cruise was they just watched that movie of a train coming at the screen on loop. <laughs>
1: they ran mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're on the water.
4: We're not sinking cruise. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Boat, <laughs> boat party. Boat cruise. <laughs> boat party. biz. Wow.
5: Love you, love you.
1: It's Jordan,
3: Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
4: Jordan Morris, boy detective. James Richmond man in the
3: plane. And Rob Betteker, dude on the hood. <laughs> the hood. <of> the car.
1: <laughs> dude on the hood. <laughs> is,
3: that, is that a Pittsburgh accent? Yeah. Dude <laughs> the hood. Dude on the hood. It's a, it's a Can Canadian I... who'd moved down to Pittsburgh.
1: Look <laughs> a huge...
4: he's just hanging out
1: french fries on my sandwich (laughs) they're
3: all moving down here oh boy
4: they're coming it's gone nuts up there it's not safe
1: neighborhood is destroyed illegals they
4: can't hit anything up there that's the good thing there's not as many guns in Canada Mm -hmm. so so when they do shoot they don't hit in in, in America yeah yeah. he wouldn't have missed I swear to god if somebody
2: somebody tries to hand me a Labatz
1: one more time (laughs) <laughs> give me, give me a classic American beer a Corona a Sure <laughs> <laughs> Um let's take uh let's take some calls we ask that when something momentous happens to you you call us at 206-984-4fun 206-984-4fun for momentous occasions We've got three momentous occasions this week The first plays now Hi I'm calling in
5: with a momentous occasion my name is Kate Fox, and I'm a burlesque performer. And um, I just performed in a weirdo burlesque-themed or weirdo-themed burlesque show. And uh, imagine my surprise when I looked out into the audience before the show and saw Jordan sitting out there. It was pretty exciting. Um, I noticed he left after the second set was over, but hey, I totally get it. Anyway, I performed to poke a face, and uh, my husband and I are huge fans of the show, so I was pretty excited about seeing Jordan there. Okay, I will talk to you guys later, or not. Bye.
2: I was interested in that call until she said husband. <laughs> 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 Next call. No, I did. See, she did great. She was that was, a, it was that I I enjoyed face. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those where I'm like, if you if you see us in public, come say hi, I
3: even know. if you're nude. Especially no. if you're nude. Especially if you're nude. What was the What was the show like?
2: Uh, I saw. I, I I recapped it on the last on the last episode. Um, but I said this was a Weird Al themed burlesque show where all the girls did uh, did dances to the hits of Weird Al and some deep cuts. To be fair. Uh, <laughs> This is the life was in there when you're talking about deep cuts. Sure. I'm talking about songs written for the movie Jody Dangerously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a treat. It was very long. I had to leave after the uh after the second well, set. She, she got it. She got yeah, that. Yeah, she understood. Yeah. But she uh, knows
1: she knows you've got shit to do. You had to go to the Hollywood Hills for a party. Sure, exactly. You are going to go party with Don Draper. Yeah.
2: It's in America's favorite porn star James Dean with two E's. Yeah. We had plans to do blow. Sure. That guy's great.
3: For a lot of people, doing a burlesque show would be the momentous occasion. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's old. A, she in, was in very, she
2: was very good. I think that, like, she, she's a pro. Yeah, I, she, This was this is old hat to her. I mean, not in that she looked bored up there. She looked old. <laughs> she looked old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, she did. She did. Uh, she. Uh, she was clearly, clearly schooled. Clearly a head. This wasn't a a hobby situation. Well, well, where would
1: you say she was schooled?
3: Cardozo?
1: Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Guessing Cardozo. Mm -hmm.
3: Albert Einstein?
1: Yeah,
2: Albert Einstein and Gandhi Gandhi.
3: personally tutored her.
1: (laughs) She slept with Gandhi a few times. Uh Not sex, just a celibate sleep to challenge That's a weird role. (laughs) That's a weird role. Mother Teresa did that as well with Gandhi.
4: Mm. They did that together. Yeah. That would be years. easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would help my creativity at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sleeping with Mother Teresa, no offense. Now, um, Gandhi, that's a different story. Sleeping that with Gandhi rope, would be a trip. It'd know, be hard. It, and and I, yeah. I'd what I'd worry about is falling asleep and, and, and the hands doing a little roving. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. While,
1: while you're having a beautiful dream. I don't know. You know, it. screwing yeah. a... A
4: tiny Iggy Pop? (laughs) You
1: wake wake up with Gandhi
4: uh, elbowing you in the eye and you're so sorry. You know, you you didn't mean it.
2: Come on. I think if you're having a dream where you're screwing a tiny Iggy Pop, you're just basically having a dream that you're David Bowie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Do you think he just keeps a few tiny Iggy Pops on hand? Yeah, totally. He's got them. Why wouldn't, no. yeah. No. you're David
2: Bowie. You yeah. don't think he does? Let's, Absolutely. You think what we're saying is crazy? Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, take our yeah. next call. It's a little silly.
5: Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Go. Writes here from Chicago calling us a momentous occasion. Uh, tonight, uh, we went out in the town here in Chicago to do our own Mythbusters investigative work, and it turns out the Asian massage parlor myth confirmed. And this was uh, definitely one episode of Mythbusters with a truly... Happy ending.
1: Immortal power. Plug it in. No this is, is the intended. worst call we've ever gotten.
2: What? This is horrible.
1: Jordan, what? Jesse,
5: Is
2: this Jess guy just in? called us after a to massage revel? parlor hand?
1: To job? revel in
4: wow. his
2: combination of racism and, <laughs> and being a John? Oh, God. Boy, <laughs> I was thrown because, <laughs> like, I'm like, is this the... Is this the new kickball team? Is this the new oh, pub yeah. trivia? Just okay. you and your buddies. Yeah. You got some beards. Uh, you you head out onto the town. Uh, you head out into, I don't know where you're from. You're Brooklyn. You're Oakland. You and find you, some sex and you find, Well, I was going to say, you find some myths to bust
1: before oh. the sex oh, came okay. into it.
2: Uh-huh. I'm like, are these guys just doing like, oh, let's drink Pop Rocks and then uh, Coke? Uh, but yeah, then it, uh, then it went to handjobbery.
1: This is literally... Guy, I'm sure you're a good man, <laughs> but you're on the wrong path. <laughs> You've made some bad choices.
2: I kind Between... of like his tone was amazing. He's like, "Yeah, I did it." <laughs>
4: it's carte blanche, right? It's like we did some myth busting. Yeah, uh, we went down to see if you can actually buy crack cocaine. <laughs> we
2: uh, did a little. We did a little investigation, and apparently, it... uh, beating a man will send you to jail.
1: Myth!
4: <laughs> Bodies are pervious to yeah.
1: bullets. But I do want to give
4: him some advice. Apparently sure, there's yeah. a lot of prostitution in um, the uh, chiropractic uh, sure. uh, clinics in, in Southern oh, California I didn't know too. That. So, I did And it is, it's, it's not a myth either. <laughs> yeah. It is so fucking great. Do not yeah. get
1: the – well, it depends on what you want. Mm. You do like the special adjustment.
4: I do like the special adjustment. <laughs>
1: sure. Was I get a, a little acupuncture. You know, right away have him, that you say you shank the it chiro. with a couple <laughs> needles. You're not the chiropractor. <laughs> so
3: was that a cry for help? Possibly.
1: I, it must have been a cry for help. This guy was so stoked, yeah. and he didn't sound drunk or anything. He yeah. just sounded excited to have done a horrible thing. It
2: seems like it seems like he. Like his tone was that of someone who had just caught a foul ball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say, did, "Yeah, did
3: it! <laughs> <laughs> just caught a fish." You know? Got a fish, sure, yeah. or yeah, or oh, uh, caught a nice God. grouper.
2: Did he do it with a buddies? Grouper. It sounded like he was in a group. Speaking <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, of grouper, what happened? Oh, yeah, what it, happened it sounded like a, a group of buddies. So but, did you guys all? You guys yeah. all get the hand yeah. job? Well, hand job? Hand job? I did it.
1: it. I think that you have to. You have to be with a group of buddies to normalize doing something that lousy, right? (laughs) Like everybody has to be talking each other into it so that at any moment when a normal human being would say, hey, this is a terrible thing to do, (laughs) then the buddies are like, woo, we're myth-busting.
2: We're out here busting myths. (laughs) We're
1: doing
4: something for science. The question is who could walk out behind that curtain and give you a hand job? and not have it be an ethical problem. Daniel Day-Lewis. Exactly. He <laughs> <laughs>
1: makes you a fine pair of shoes. Sure,
4: sure. <laughs> Meth busting. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis.
1: It's uh, true.
5: He does do it.
1: Well, let's take another call. i got to get the bad taste of that call out of my mouth. By the Jeremy, way, it was me calling Jesse, again. guest, uh, on this occasion... I was just working on my boat motor and I saw
5: a gigantic spider dangling down from the garage door in front of me. So I was watching it when a giant hornet came in and attacked it out of midair, stung it, and then proceeded to bite, to have a fight with it to the death. And the hornet won and then bit off all the spider's legs cracked open its abdomen, and ate the goo inside. Now that is immortal power. Plug it
1: in. Fucking ill. Yeah.
2: Are these things so yeah. big to where he can see all that going on? He had to be pretty close, right? Yeah. He's got yeah. a jeweler's loop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like, yeah. It seems like this is maybe what you imagine is going on. Yeah. He busted
3: the myth. Sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this call. They didn't have hand jobs or naked ladies in it.
3: Well, that is dry. I mean, that is pretty spectacular. It is. Well, also no, it because it,
4: it, you know, he feels like the spider kind of protected him. I mean, the, the, the wasp kind sure. of. him. It was a hornet. It was like a totem hornet.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a familiar.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he sees. Because to me, it sounded like the the spider was coming down to yeah. bite him while he's working on his boat motor, mm. <laughs> and then out of the blue, like the the hornet sensed that. Yeah. And then just took it. I think he some should.
2: Of, he should to test the hornet's loyalty. He should put himself in another dangerous situation yeah. to if it, see if, if the hornet swoops in. If it
4: happens again, I think it's a, a done. I think you yeah. then like know. maybe go to a timeshare presentation. Yeah. And if the hornet it's, swoops in and stings the guy, I think if it sat on his shoulder too, that would be another sure kind of yeah. tip. Yeah, that maybe that's egregious though because after you've already killed the spider, and then you're it's like kicking you know it's right that's it's too much kicking a spider when it's
1: can I can I say. Uh, can I say a sex-related momentous occasion that involved no sadness or co- coercion? Well, a little bit of sadness, but it <laughs> mm-hmm. has a triumphant ending. Sure. So uh, a listener emailed me. I don't know if, if this person is a, is a Jordan Jesse Go listener, but I got this email that said, uh, Max Fun Con life-changing in the subject line. And the email said, you know, hey, you know, make I'm- dick bigger. Fr three three three. The email said, I've always been, you know, not a super social guy, and I was a little nervous about going to Max Funcom. Are you sure it wasn't
2: just I've never been a super soaker guy? <laughs> 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 I've always been... One preferred of one of a more traditional pump, water
1: pistol. blaster. blaster. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I, He said, you know, I've never been a super social guy, and I was a little nervous about going to Max FunCon, especially by myself, but I got a ticket and I went. And anyway, long story short, and he says, I don't know if you really want to know this, but I'm going to tell you because it was pretty important. I went to the party, and I had a really good time at the Saturday night party, and I ended up talking to this girl, and she was a really cool girl, and we went back to her cabin and we had sex. Anyway, I lost my virginity at Max FunCon.
2: Wow. Jesse, don't wow. read my letter on
1: the air. And I <laughs> sent him back an email I didn't want to know that. However, it remains the greatest email I've ever gotten in my mm-hmm. entire life. I'm so excited about it. I
2: just I don't I don't like people disobeying the no sex rule. Right, I, understand <laughs> I feel like that. they went. They went behind our backs. Right, yeah. we were, I mean, we're very and they didn't reach up front. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, they did.
1: They did because they're breaking the no sex rule. Yeah, the, you know the the, the the semantics of this joke that I made. It's not a great joke to begin with.
4: But the the, the that letter is a Casey Kasem <sighs> moment. You know, mm-hmm. for the. Just a
1: beautiful late night dedication podcast situation. Engaged. That's right. Just, yeah. I'm so happy about this. And you know, I don't think there's that many virgins at Max FunCon. I mean, there's a cage. There's usually a few kids. You know, there's a few teens. Yeah, and I don't think teens. There aren't
4: any more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think in year one there were. Yeah. Um. But I. It's just. Just. I'm just so happy about it. I just couldn't be like, you know, we get one of the nice things about doing a public thing mm-hmm. and sharing your contact information. Obviously, there's downsides. <laughs> sure. But the, one of the nice things is people send you an email about how your stupid thing got them through a tough time yeah. in their life, you know? And that's always wonderful. This may be the best one of those I've ever
2: gotten. Um, do you think people are going to start demanding like a dick wet guarantee? Oh, Max Fun Con or do you think it's going to turn into we both read or a, or a pussy wet guarantee? We <laughs> both
1: read Nathan Rabin's book about uh, juggalos and fish fans. Mm-hmm. And we know about what goes on at uh, the gathering of the juggalos where dudes literally walk around with cardboard homemade signs that say, I'm a virgin, please fuck me.
3: <laughs> wow. just it on the table
2: i don't know well i mean uh, like i think just given the max fun aesthetic like these might be like crocheted pillows he say that? Felt yeah might some felt characters <laughs> sure. uh <laughs> sure maybe like eight bit art yeah absolutely
1: but i mean there'll be a version of that i think something something in uh something in that new highway font <laughs> sure <laughs> for clarity and readability mm-hmm. you know about that new they super got a new clear font? i want to say it's called they yeah, got a new font? you got a new font they're rolling it out right now all right Yeah, because the old one... Yeah, it's a long story, but the old one's based on hand-painted lettering, and the new one's a lot more legible.
4: Oh, that'll be nice. it
1: It's going to be really nice. God, this is
2: lines. interesting!
1: <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, I was just so interested Don't yeah, freak that out. I had to yell. Yeah. Put down that donut, Jordan. <laughs> if you want to share a momentous occasion with us, give us a call at 206-984-4FUN, 206-984-4FUN, or email us at jjgo org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, la, la,
0: la, 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 la,
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy
3: detective.
4: James Ridgemouth, man in the stunning dress.
3: (laughs) Rob Bedeker, man on the chair. Shit. You're it's the true. Improviser. It's true. Last it's true, run, but that's why. Yeah. Literal truth. Yeah. But
1: you know what? It's also a kind of deeper philosophical truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're so lazy.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Did you guys see yeah. Man in the Chair on a Wire? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little, little dull. Yeah. yeah. Little it's dull. It's
4: scary, though, to yeah. yeah. be up there doing that. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Rolling them wheels. Okay. <laughs> guys out there, look. There's only a few special things. Casper Hauser are one of the special things. Run, don't walk to get their book, Earn Your MBA on the Toilet. <laughs> it is the, the name makes it sound like a slightly different thing than it actually is. It is so strange and so hilarious. And uh, as with all of Casper Hauser's books, it's just one of the best things. And I really hope that you will go out and, and buy it right now because you should just make that a priority in your life. It's not expensive. It's like 12 bucks on Amazon, it's 100.
4: probably. It's 100 on Amazon. Right.
1: So this is, I mean, you can afford that. Well, that's, the t- that's the test pressing, though, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's just a month of specialty coffee. You that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a month of Starbucks. You got your 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. you get the test pressing of Earn Your MBA on the toilet.
2: What if you want the colored vinyl?
1: If you want the colored vinyl, you're going to have to give up a lot more than just your Starbucks. <laughs> you're going to have to give up your, your donut, which is going to be tough for you, Jordan. It is. Because you are pumped right now, yeah, <laughs> you
2: are pumped. Yeah, you're not you're getting this donut when you
1: pry it from my cold dead hands. Um, and uh, yeah, I wanna, I wanna emphasize, we got this video contest going on right yeah. now. Do whatever the fuck you want. Pull a clip, you know what I mean. Put it on the, put it on the YouTube's. Tag it Jordan Jesse. Go. We're sending, send out, sending out shit. Yeah. It just so happens that this weekend I am in San Francisco, so we're recording this ahead of time, so we can't actually look and see who's entered yet. But we will be. Our, our producer, Sunny D, is going to be looking. And buy some tickets to our London show. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, the, all the information will be up on the website. But it will be just before our Edinburgh show. And uh, go to MaximumFun.org. Buy some tickets. Is
2: after? A couple days after our Edinburgh couple show? A couple days
1: after? Yeah. A couple days after so. our Edinburgh show. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right, Jordan. You're right. It's going to be great. It's going to be a blast. We're yeah, if you're in guests. Europe, fucking get, get down to one of these things. You know Get what? down to one of these Realistically, things. how far is it from Barcelona, yeah, as you assholes call it, to London, England? Yeah, get down there. Just get on a Ryan jet. Pay your 50 bucks to take a pee, you know, to, to get to sit in a chair, whatever it is. You know, it's a, I don't care if you live in Mallorca. You live in a tropical paradise right now. You're out... Dance clubbing and drinking chocolate drinks. <laughs> get, sure. Get on a fucking Whoa.
2: ferry. Yeah. Go to up the Thames to London, England. If you're in the Alps, get on one of those hangers, hanging, of the, hanging trolleys. Or one of those giant dogs. Yeah, get, get inside a St. Bernard's barrel yeah. and come on down to the show. Make this a priority. Yeah. If, you're, if you're an Italian-speaking
1: Swiss, you know what I mean? Get out of the Tyrols rolls and get over to
2: London, England. Yeah, do it. And hey, if you're that burlesque lady who called, can you introduce me to the woman who did fat and stabbed the bag of Cheetos with a knife? <laughs> Found it enjoyable and erotic. Both. It was surprising, and yep. I think about it often. So Happy
3: ending, guy. Turn your life around. Yeah, yeah, anybody else we should yell at? Is there anybody
1: else who needs yelling at? Go to London.
2: Do you guys just want to do any
1: general yelling at anyone? It's fun to yell. Mm -hmm. Anyway, JJGo at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse, go for your company. Mm. Email Teresa at MaximumFun.org or whatever else of our shows. Get on public radio. Hey, by the way, Bullseye is on KPCC in Los Angeles, Saturdays at 3. So if you live in the Southern California area, get on that. That's big news for us. Um, And uh, we love you very much. James, Rob, thanks for uh, flying down to do this. It's a pleasure to see you as always. Pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. It was a little insincere, but I'll take it. (laughs) What? We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jessica. Maximumfun.org. Comedy
5: and culture.